Hello, guys. Welcome behind the bunker Monday night. Uh, my name is Todd Answers. Thank you guys for joining me. We have a great show tonight. Um, tonight's show is brought to you in part by Manscaped. If you head on over to manscapes.com and put BTB20, you'd get 20% off. Uh, now, just in time for Christmas, order this week and you will definitely get it before Christmas. Checking your mail can be like checking your balls. If you haven't done it in a while, could turn into quite a mess. <gasps> I've missed jury duty again. Manscaped's Monthly Minute, reminding you to check your man parts once a month. To learn more, go to manscaped.com TCS. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Gavin was just saying he had just ordered some stuff from Manscaped. Why well, am I going to share all my business on, on air? <laughs> well, his business is going to smell fresh. <laughs> That's right. So fresh and so clean. <laughs> yes. Uh, Gavin Charma, he's fresh. He's so fresh. He's excited. That's right. I just re-upped on my <laughs> Manscaped, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Behind the Bunker. It is 8.05-ish. Uh, thank you for strapping in and joining us. And uh, we may talk about paintball. And Misery loves companies, so make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat. And I will be watching to see who's tagging your friend. Uh, let them know what's going on tonight. It's going to be a good show. Thanks who, for joining us. Who is that? Fresh, she's so fresh. Exciting. Is that uh, cool in the gang, I think? Is it? Okay. I know what I'm doing with Spotify later tonight. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I was I was downloading something the other day, and I came across uh, an old hip hop uh, retro hip hop station. Okay, nice. And they they were playing a song called Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bob Bobolina. Do you remember that I song? I do. Yes. I don't know who the artist is now. Let's it doesn't me- matter. Okay. I'll tell you in a minute. But my God, I miss uh, like some of these these freak stations I've been yeah, finding. Yeah, yeah, good for Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Speaking of freak stations. Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I guess I'm freaky. Uh, I don't have you. You're, you're not mic'd up. You're not mic'd up, my friend. Rick James, what's going on? I'm not mic'd up. I can't hear me. Welcome. <laughs> what the? Well, I. Wrong, wrong thing. So I could be a descriptive video for Joe, and Joe was saying he's very happy to be here, and he's excited that you have joined us. And he stopped talking. Pardon? There you go. Hey. I'm, right. I'm live here. Let me try again. Welcome back. I'm, I'm back again. I guess I was away for um, last Monday night. I'd had some training at my winter job. I'm managing the local Ski Hills rental shop for the winter. So we had some training how to do things because then I have to train the staff on how to do things. And so that they can convey that information to people when they come to get skis and snowboards and go um, winter sliding. So there you go. Lots of parallels. Haha, <laughs> did you like that? Parallels between paintball and skiing. So it's amazing. So that's where I'll be if you're looking for me. Hopefully someday you'll be able to come and see me at the paintball field. But for the winter, I'm at the local ski hill. But they've adjusted my schedule for Monday nights. So I will be here most Monday nights live at 8.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's garbage night. There we go. Um Mr. Dabalina is Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Not a chance I would have guessed that. I just remember the song, but there you go, in case you want to download it and play at home. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, First of all, I want to say thank you very much to, I think George Hayes says gang signs. Um, I want to say thank you very much to all of you guys who have been listening to our podcast. I know we keep preaching the podcast and you guys keep moving over to that uh, format. But this week, our downloads uh, over the last two weeks are up 148%. Would that make sense at 148? Is that 
So that would, okay, so let's say the week before it was 100 downloads and this week's 148 downloads. Is that 148%? No, that's only 40. That's 48%. So, so then it's up 48%. And plays are up 27%. And we scored a 7.9 on our podcast server. So What's that mean? I don't know, out of 10. So it's like a score. We are usually hitting around 6.8, 6.7. I don't know what that means. I think it means a combination of listener, like duration, uh, interaction, subscribership. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with the vault. <laughs> I also think it's really great that you're throwing stats out and you can't quantify it in terms of explaining what's and going that, on. Stats, the, and Gavin, there's stats. And there's stats. <laughs> and that people listening to the podcast can't see the graphs that you're holding up. Well, as Gavin as Gavin uh, said, the reason why the numbers are up, it was the Gavin and Todd show. It was. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to throw more stats at you, uh, 48% of people know that. <laughs> yes. Th- thank you. Um, all right. So that was that. Uh, tonight's topic is if you own... That's from... Uh, I didn't... Uh, that's Naked Gun, by the way. I didn't miss that. No, I, I wasn't throwing any naked, naked Gun quotes in there, but... 50% of people know that that you, that you can make up stats. 10% of people know that. Or was Six, that Simpsons? Well, and then, and then, I'm um, sure it's been used on Anchorman. Various. 60% of the time it works every time. <laughs> if you own a paintball field, what would your most controversial rule be? Ooh, That's tonight's like topic, it. and we've got sheets upon sheets of, uh, of your com- comments, so we'll get to those shortly. Last week, uh, Matt didn't fix the show right, so we didn't have images, so we're going to go back and go through some of them quick. Uh, the, the NXL dates are up. If, you're been, if you've been living under a rock, there they are. Uh, if you want more detail, go to NXL. I crawled under when they came up. Um, guys looking for last-minute Christmas gifts, head on over to Planet Eclipse. They have hoodies. Paintball guns, bags, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to PlanetEclipse.com. Gavin, is there a paintball gun that you would like from Planet Eclipse? Uh, the EMF 100. I know Leds is going to stick it under my tree for me. So <laughs> thanks, Leds. That's going to be very painful. Um, Ruthless, ladies and gentlemen, have player packages. If you would like to, you know, if your team want to have custom jerseys and a bunch of other cool, fun stuff, uh, Away jerseys, joggers, protective bottoms, elbow pads, tech tees, all customized. Head on over to Ruthless Paintball and uh, let them know we sent you. They've got all kinds of great stuff. So your team can not only play well next year, but look good whilst doing it. This was uh, floating around a couple weeks ago, but now that we got you guys back in the studio, have you guys seen this? I did. The Freak Pod Case. Oh, that's cool. Um... Great idea, but I treat my pods like steerage. I just kind of throw them and not really care about them. I'd be afraid that if I put my barrels inside a pod, I would just huck them. 100%. I have the exact same thought. It's almost like the black garbage bag yeah. uh, where you throw your gear in, and uh, that can end up in a dumpster. So, uh, hey, kids, if you're interested in a barrel kit, uh, do some dumpster diving at any tournament, <laughs> and uh, you may too find one. Yeah. Again, we're not going to say who it was, but we have a, uh, a friend of ours who owns a field. And he had a local tournament and threw all his ref jerseys in black garbage bags to get them to the, wa- to the, w- the laundromat. And uh, someone threw them out and he lost all of his nice custom ref jerseys, unfortunately. Yes, sir. Uh, paintball extravaganza. Extravaganza. Coming up very soon. When? In Let fact, me... I would say it's coming up. Uh... Paintball extravaganza is coming up in the new year. February 28th to March 2nd, 2023 at the Avante Palms Avante. Resort. Avante Resort and Conference Center, Orlando, Florida. 
only 15 minutes from Walt Disney World. Only? Room only. Rooms are $99 per night and uh, $105 per night before and after for two nights for the cushion date. More uh, cushion for the pushing, More maybe. cushion for the pushing. Don't, and it's not a Mickey Mouse place, although you, it is a bit goofy. But anyway, there's also a free shuttle from the airport to the Avante Palms. Avante. There we go. So make sure you guys check it out. If you're if you work for a field or a store or pretend that you do, it's definitely well worth checking out. Uh, New Jersey has been released. Uh, if you guys like this, it is from the APAO. It has the Behind the Bunker logo right there on the prominent shoulder there. If you guys would like That's one. my favorite shoulder. <laughs> the prominent <laughs> one? Um, head on over to Intensity uh, Custom. Their logo is also on the jersey as well. Uh, they currently have 35 sold, so they have, uh, they're going to have extras this year that they're going to be donating. So make sure you guys help them out by... Uh, buying a jersey so if you would like a jersey with the behind the bunker logo on there you go um joe i wanted to show you this this is a uh what do you call oh. it? bump helmet bump helmet yes so in uh, in another sport that i play they are using these with um noise canceling earmuffs and communication for two-ray radio and bluetooth but a lot of guys are now trending towards the bump helmet and this guy has successfully done one. I just thought it looked really good. Well, it's a, it, it is a, a good one. I rate it for, there's a ballistic bump helmet. There's also one that, you'd, that would be, you'd use for repelling or parachuting. So it'd be the same as, um, as any, most, you know, helmets that you could probably wear for skiing or snowboarding. Could you so. use it for skiing? It'd be pretty damn cold. <laughs> Unless you were in the bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I won't ding that, but Ladies that's pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, quality you come to receive here at Behind the Bunker. Indeed. Um, Elliot Darnot wants to know what sport. Um, I do para paramotoring, which is like paragliding, but you can use it for any sort of flying sport. Um, or paintball. Or paintball. Actually, you know what? Or you could soft. use it for paintball as well because it. Do now the downside is the noise canceling headphones would suck because you wouldn't be able to hear what's going on. But you would be able to at least communicate with people with your radio. Well, the airsoft stuff, guys all wear them, but they wouldn't have noise canceling headphones. They don't because you'd want to oh, hear people. Oh uh, no, no, they do. I don't know if it's actual noise canceling or if it's just sort of a like a dummy one. But uh, yeah, there's they're some, not all dumb. <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah there, there's some fellas uh, who uh, who rock that. But why would you? It's air protection as well. It's air, protection. air protection, I get, but wouldn't you want to hear what's going on? In yeah, your but I don't know if it's actually noise canceling or if it's just like sort of like a the, the shell. I of think it. you can mute. No, they're actually. I think can, a lot of the guys have them. What no, if, they do. What if they put, like, there's no function to that then. What if you like glue seashells to your ears and it's like you're playing at the ocean? It's so relaxing you fall asleep. <laughs> yes. <Or> Clamshells. <laughs> when you're in French, like. Indeed. Yeah. Um. In Hobart, Indiana, February 4th, uh, Battle of Hoth. It's a Star Wars-themed game. If you guys are going to play, make sure you sign up and play with the Rebels. Uh, thank you to Dan, Sean, Donahoe for setting that information in. He's a looks like he's right in that movie. Um, these here, Gavin, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. were commenting on. I'm going to go out on a ledge and just go, meh. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I, we were chatting back and forth about this. I think it's really, I like it. It looks fantastic, 
but I don't like the price point for it, so there's no way in hell I'd buy it. How yeah. much are they? $75 just for the goggles and strap. Yeah. I get it. Like, it's neat. And no disrespect to Wayne's World, like, it is a neat-looking goggle. I just, I'm so tired of custom goggles right now. Um, I like the colorway of it. I think, it, it, for me, who plays Woods Ball uh, scenario, it it's great camo-like. Um, goggle system, so I would, I would, I appreciate it. But again, at that price point, and if I'm spending that money, amount of money, am I actually going to use it? And do I have to lock it up when I walk away from my table? Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Are, are people going to be thieving these? They might be taking. Yeah, I don't want to be on the paintball field hiding behind a bunker and some guy come up and roll me for my <laughs> for my goggles. Get. Like gang fights. Uh, gang that'd be a fight. great picture. Have a picture of your goggle on a picnic table with a, one of those bicycle locks. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, <laughs> the strap. Put like an apple tag on it so you can track it down if, if it goes missing. God. Um, Jason Smith said, Ear Pro with low sound amplifier. Jason, can you put a, a link in the chat form so we can click on it to see what you're talking about for the bump helmets? I think Todd is looking for something. So here's what we use at the range. This is a 3M Pelletor Tactical Sport. What it does is it's noise canceling, but it also will, like you've got a volume, you can turn up the ambient noise around you. So you turn up the ambient noise, but it muffles the high decibels. So like when you're at the range, you don't hear the guy next to you shooting his 357 Magnum, but you can have a conversation. So maybe that's what they're wearing? I think that's what they're wearing now. I know that um, I was watching um, Home on the Range with the Deer and the Antelope Grange, and they were wearing them. That's a Yellowstone joke. Speaking of Yellowstone, you guys are missing a good season this year. Uh, I've already caught two episodes. Where'd you get your $9 third. from? Don't you worry about that, my Don't friend. Don't you worry. that <laughs> $9 money. Don't you Look worry. You. I've been stealing cables too, my friend. <laughs> Well, uh, okay, uh, let's no giveaways or spoilers. That's after show stuff. Yay, nay. Yay. Okay. I, I'm still, I'm yeah, still yay. Yeah, I'm yay too. Okay. Oh, you paid $9 too? I paid nothing, Todd. <laughs> Good for you. Uh-oh. My DirecTV subscription is back. Nice. Good for you. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in the after yes, show. I don't have to move my head like a... this to watch the triple X stuff. <laughs> um, Air Ops, if you guys are looking for something for Christmas, what about your own... Um, field your own field comes this here comes with a grid you with all the Shot custom riddle. bunker Shot pieces riddle. there so if you guys want to play it you can play it as a game or you can just set it up as uh, the next tournament's field layout and sort of do some uh, virtual field walking but if you head on over to uh air ups you can uh, buy one of those right what now if they still have any uh, btb ones uh, I, know, well, I know we all have it. We all have a set. So but. this says Rogue on it, but if you order it, I believe you can get your own logo on it. Nice. So you can get like Terror Tech Industries, Behind the Bunker, whatever you wish. One with the Tiger Stripe hoodie on it's pretty sweet. So later in the program, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a little Price is Right. Yes. Uh, Matt found this. Now, this hasn't sold yet, but I want you guys to guess what it's priced for. Uh, a little bit of backwards. Normally, we only bid on things that have been sold, but this is a, an Adrenaline Lux Caustic Customs Pink Rainbow Limited Edition. What are you guys thinking? That's a Lux. It's a Lux. Okay. Like a DLX? <laughs> like a what a house. It's Monday? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Yeah, take a wild guess. I couldn't even begin. Uh, let's say... 
1500 No, 2400 Let's uh, mark this down as $5,999. No, not a asking chance. Price not a chance. For this. Uh-huh. Elliot Darnos is $39.50. Um, if Josh was here, it would be ludicrous. Uh, but this was sent in by Mel Eager. This is also listed, so it hasn't sold yet. Oh, there's Bushmaster seven, Point Man. There's seven bids on it right now. What do you think it's up to? Is that the El Tigre paint as well? Does I that think, come with it? I like think f- it's a Balkans paint. Yeah, graffiti maybe? Oh, graffiti, okay. Yeah. Wow. But that one doesn't even have the 45 grip. So we'll let you guys bid at home. We'll give you a couple of minutes. But there's the quick change CO2 on the wow. back. Um, oh, apparently. So sorry. This is the line SI Bushmaster Point Man yeah. with quick change. Um, the marker is, yep. sorry. The, um, so in the package, you get a very rare ammo pouch. That's in perfect condition. I have some of those here in your basement. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What do you guys think? We'll give you a couple of minutes to uh, to put up your bids. But Joe? that's not the rarest. The rarest one is has the 45 grips. That's the normal SI grip. Okay. The rare point men have the, the, the 45 grips. <laughs> what are you doing, Gavin? <laughs> Just playing with the pussy. I see that. Gee whiz. <laughs> so our studio... Uh, has a new cat. <laughs> it's 10 weeks old this week. It is a Devon Rex cat that's supposed to get fur at some point, but it's still pretty skinny or skin covered. It's pretty disgusting, but yet it seems to like <laughs> Gavin very much. As you it just, I'm skinny and disgusting. It, it climbed up my leg to get on the table. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so anyways, this one, is the current build is $127 right now. The asking price flat out, if you want to just buy it, is $575. I don't think he's going to get $575 for it. So uh, we have a gentleman, Virak, in the chat says that he sold his Adrenaline Lux for $3950. So if you're asking $5900, probably not a bad place to start. So lots more prices right as the show goes on later on tonight. Um, So the topic at hand we're going to get to you guys right now is if you guys had a field and you were the field owner, would you have or what would be your crazy uh, rule? Your, uh, let's uh, let's not do that right now. Let's do oh. Joe's vault instead. Oh, well, then we'll give people time to think. Good, yes. good call. I completely spaced. Oh, yeah, All right, well, why don't we do that? We'll go to the vault. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the topic at hand and uh, post your comments in the chat. Hey, it's Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's definitely old and something you may not have seen before. Today is no different as we roll fresh off World Cup in Orlando, Florida, and we move towards the Christmas season. Many people start thinking, what would I get my favorite paintballer? Well, today have I got something for you. Today, I'm going to show you the miniature CXBL jersey of the Cambridge Raiders, Raiders home field team with place next to my heart it's purple and yellow flag raider colors with the cxbl logo for anyone that doesn't know x-ball as we know was started by richmond natalia he formulated the rules and he's a canadian he owns uh ceo of gi sports core and of course draxis so it's got some neat logos on it it's got the sup air logo on it 
This has the Central Division logo. At one time, there were three divisions across Canada. The Western Division with Edmonton Impact, Central with Toronto Rage, Cambridge Raiders, several other teams. And then we had an Eastern Division with some Montreal teams and teams from uh, the East Coast of Canada. Pretty cool. A lot of American pro players came up and played in the league. It was really well run, professionally done by PBL and Louie, who works for uh, GI Sports or Core now as well. Um, but back to the jersey, this jersey came with a little hanger so you could stick it on a mirror on your window, uh, show your friends and your family that you like paintball and you're a paintballer. But this is the perfect stocking stuffer. It's machine washable in case it gets shot up at an event. It's machine washable. You can hang it up, show your friends, whatever. Mini jersey. Thanks for watching from the vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. All right, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight's topic again is if you guys were a field owner, what would be your uh, ridiculous rule or or however you'd want to say that? Um, give you an example here. Oh, boy, I can't say that one. Bobber1 says refs are allowed to shoot back. Okay. I don't know if you'd have much of a field after that, but good for you. Well, Corey Crosby on the same ref vein is saying that you must kiss the refs before the start of each game. <laughs> ah, I believe they do that in French Lick. Is that going to be okay or is that going to be an issue? Uh, I think it's okay. Well, if it doesn't get electrocuted. <laughs> so the cat is walking on our sound equipment and pushing buttons as it's going on. So hopefully it's disabled. It's light enough. It should be fine. The mixer, not the cat. <laughs> Just want to clarify, I like the cat. Uh, that's not hate speech. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, cat. <laughs> Send it packing. Um, let's see. Sling it. Um, first strike rounds allowed everywhere, even indoors. That's controversial. Could you imagine first strike indoors? Even That's if it dangerous. was a normal size speedball field, man, you'd be having first strike zipping past super fast. No, yeah. that wouldn't be very good. Yeah. I, that I, would be a 10 on the pucker factor. <laughs> yes, the pucker factor. That's right. Steve Abar says, uh, what's controversial? Could be MagFed only. Nothing but MagFed, baby. That's true. So, I, okay. I, I'm not, I'm, I hate to take their, their ideas away and good for them. But again, I'm just thinking the finances of it all. You'd never make a. You'd never be able to make a profit. Well, off then of you it. would have to charge accordingly to just having. Okay, know, so I'll wrap my head around it. I'll think that instead, Magfed entries are twice as much and paints twice as much. Three hundred dollar entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Elliot Darno says five point five or mech for non-turny fields. Yeah, that would be fine. He's French. He, he would know. There we go. Uh, what's the cat's name, Doge asked? We don't have a name yet. I'm up for suggestions, but I don't, I don't have a name. Appetizer. Small. Appetizer. Appetizer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mel Eager said no uh, rate of fire cap, but VL Revies or Pro Toys Speedsters must be used and nice turned off. So that brings everybody sort of to an equal, an equal level. M. Franco A78 says safe houses in the middle of the field, no hits, but no response. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the fact that if a player gets hit, the game, you know, they wait till the game's done, then they stop, they replay the game in reverse order, and then walk off, get cleaned up. Agreed. I think that's still my favorite way of playing. I don't know that I want to have a re. For a big game, hundred percent. I like respawns and and you know safe areas in the middle of the field. But yeah, I don't know. Dwayne King, um, controversial rule at his field would be blind firing is okay. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, Shane Free in the live chat says, "Hey, did you guys see the size of that chicken?" <laughs> <laughs> I just want a field, then I can have controversial rules, and boy, will we have some! Just kidding. And that chicken made uh, John Jones just salivate a little bit. <laughs> John Jones is sitting in a ditch right now watching, going, oh, if I just had that cat. Yeah. In MagFed games, gun hits don't count, says Bobby Doust. Dylan Key says, no markers after 2010. <laughs> it's going to be all retro field. Oh, could you, uh, could you imagine the, air, the staging area with all the tool benches? <laughs> Husky rolling tool bins. Yeah, everywhere. No one would be playing. They'd just be tinkering. And, and talking about their paintball markers. But lube sales would go up. Battle Bros says, semi-automatic only. Learn to walk those triggers, kitties. <laughs> sure you can shoot over 10.5 falls a second if you can earn it. Yeah. Shake and bake hoppers only. Cool space guns, though. Uh, and no mercy rule. I... I, for the safety of the guests, I like Mercy Rule. I know it convolutes things and makes it hard for people to sort of, uh, you know, it's too close of a call sometimes, but I would rather Mercy Rule. I, I I don't like taking them if I don't have to, but I think it should be offerable. I don't know. What do you guys think? Mercy Rule? Um, I like the Mercy Rule, but I also like it. I'm, I'm anti um, I'm like, like knife kills or barrel tags, but I am... Um, Pro mercy if you're in that range. So I don't want somebody screaming from 30 feet away, mercy, 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 they I could have, have shot on, you. They yeah. have to be nearly and, able to yeah. touch and you. And you have to have the drop on them. Like, I mean, if you could see somebody running to you, you can't just scream mercy. Yeah. If, if, if it's a jump scare, you've mercyed them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy, surrender, whatever you call it at your field. Isn't that the name of the chocolate they sell at Christmas, Mercy? Mercy Surrender? Yeah, it's delicious. Not sure what. Jeff Thompson says if Bobby Doust is playing, loop sales would go up regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, are you going to take that? He sure will with lube. <laughs> and we've lost a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff Thompson. Yeah, nice to see Butternuts back in the, in the live <laughs> chat, too, speaking of which. Are you looking at YouTube? I only have Facebook. Um, no mercy rule. Okay. Uh, no gun hits is a pretty normal rule for rec ball. Rental folks don't last that long otherwise because of their gun keeping hinged. Yeah. Controversial. Yeah. You gotta remember. I think you asked for it, hit. but you asked for it. What's a, what's a controversial rule yeah. you would have at your field? Yeah, I guess. I just don't see the benefit. But I, I guess he's saying that they would last longer, thus play would go on. It's the same we, as no headshots, right? Then you've got, like, you've got like prairie dogs who just sort of, you yeah. pop your head up. and Yeah, we've played games where Gun gunshots, yeah. The other thing I don't, I mean, people enjoy it. It gets really uh, hard to deal with, though, is if you have a player who has like a, like, a, like you can't kill him. He can he can continue to shoot, but nothing like will... a juggernaut or something. Yeah, or... I, I mean, I, I know they're fun for a, a couple of moments, but I I think the juggernaut 
has to be heavily refed and maybe timed or something. So he's only out there for so long. But you can't have someone who has complete omnipotence on the field. It would, it, you're just going to piss people off, I feel. Um, Eli Booth, no teams, just a huge free-for-all in a bowl-shaped field. <laughs> yeah. Every man for himself, I guess, or every person. Every participant for themselves. Well, then lube sales are definitely going to go true. up. That's true. Yes, like a, a bathhouse. Um, <laughs> Matt Logan, shirts are required. Oh, I like that. Shirts or skins. If you, okay, I, I know I'm going to piss some people off here. If you go to a paintball field, I don't care if it's a, if it's 100 degrees or whatever. If you're wearing a shirt or no shirt, you shouldn't be playing. Yeah. No one wants to see your skinny pale arms. Yeah, but I, 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 we, we won't let people. Well, we wouldn't in previous years when we had a field. We wouldn't let people play without a shirt. You'd had to go on with a shirt, even if you had a vest on. You still had to have a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, just as a matter of principle. Yeah. Nips out, no guns out. Uh, <laughs> Regnick eleven thirty three in YouTube says, paintball battle royale, absolutely. That'd be an interesting game. You've got. You've got five minutes to go find a spot. When the game starts, everybody for themselves. Last couple players standing. That would be fun. There's been a number of fields we've done the Battle Royale Fortnite edition where they've dropped uh, markers and props um, or sort of uh, paintballs on the field, and you have to find it. So you make your way, you navigate the field, and you actually have to find your your equipment in order to use. So um, I don't think it's a great moneymaker for the field, but uh, it'd, it'd be, be fun a for, a, uh, for, uh, for a birthday party or something, right? It'd be something you could do on a Tuesday night when you have, you know, people that are experienced out just to try something new. They could hot. You have someone hides the hides people's markers all over the field, and you have to find your own stuff. Poor guy doesn't find his marker. He's out there in the pitch dark with his camera phone. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Nicholas Schroeder says uh, beginner walk-ons can only have a battery-operated hopper or battery-operated gun, not both. Yeah. One or the other. You pick. Uh, Uni Labs on Instagram said uh, if you're caught cheating. Got to give your full hopper plus whatever's in your pods to a rental player. Don't like it? Leave. Harsh but fair. Not unreasonable. No. Um, Easy Train says no surrenders. Them kids gotta learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're gonna learn today. And then Null Pointer says customers over profit. I, I get it, and I, I, I'd love to agree with you, but if you put customers over profit, the field won't last more than three weeks. I would like to hear more how that is expanded in yeah. terms of how you, how you enhance an experience without having that revenue. Yeah. Jeff Thompson says, uh, this may be controversial. No shirts, skivvies only. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to play paintball and hedonism. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, just trying. My mind is wandering <laughs> right now. Eli uh, Galabois um, provided changing booths, rooms to be used. No more, no more dropping your pants in the staging or parking areas. Oh, I like that. But it, you know, if you go to a softball or a soccer game or a soccer tournament, there's people changing everywhere too. Tim Miller. To that point, instantly put in there, and he said, turtlenecks. He, he, he. 
<laughs> All right, maybe Tim Miller's comment was for something earlier, but I thought that was perfect timing. Tim Miller's got that Australian humor. Hi, Tim. Um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I, nobody wants to see you naked at the field. So yeah, change rooms are a plus. I don't want to see myself naked. Plus. No, <laughs> I get changed with the lights off. <laughs> Just in case Jesus is watching. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Jesus is my gardener. So. <laughs> I like that rule. No changing in public, for sure. Just trying to think what else. But these are supposed to be controversial rules. Nothing contra- I know. Like you're agreeing with all I of these. You, you've missed the whole point of your question. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to fly by the seat of my pants right now. Uh, Joshua Estrada, you have not missed Prices Right. We do have quite a few of them coming up, so we'll get to that shortly. Uh, we're just waiting for a couple more comments. And uh, my yeah. controversial rule: if I had a paintball field, not that I would subscribe to this, but just to throw some uh, some gasoline on the fire, no equipment owners, solely rental. You you know how much of a dynamic that would change, so. For all of you guys that are our regular paintball players, you, you don't see this, but when you go to a paintball field as a first-timer or even a guy that plays once a year and you see a guy wearing camouflage, and he may be, in your opinion, a horrible player, but he's terrifying to the guy that has never played or has only played once or twice because he just looks like the part. If you could go to a, a paintball field and know that it's only renters, um, and I'll give you an example of one in a moment, but... Could you imagine how how much better you'd feel? There's a there's a place called Gatsplat in um, Texas, in Texas, the and Metroplex. he's got three indoor fields, and it's you cannot bring your own gun. Even if you've played before and own your own equipment, you can't. You have to use the rental gear, and you have to play with what they have. And I believe now they're all 50 cal, not even not even 68 caliber paintball, and they do paintball parties and stuff all day long. And uh, it's when you go in there, it almost looks like a Chuck E. Cheese. He's got video games. The carpet is really neat and, and pretty, and the walls are cool. And he's got like decorations up, and it's it's really cool. He's got like claw games at the entrance, but it's not it's not that scary of a place to walk into. Some something like that, Todd, would work in an area where you have a huge population base, like Gatsplat is in the Dallas Fort Worth Houston area. Um, not that Houston's that close, but he gets people coming there. So you've got Dallas Fort Worth, it's like six or eight million people in that area. But it's like if you went to a ski hill and the only th- people that could go there are people using day rentals, then then really you're send- sending a large percentage of your of your potential market to go skiing at say Blue Mountain or some of the private clubs in Collingwood or the states. So you're sending, you know, potential tourist dollars out of your area and food revenue and all kinds of stuff out of your revenue. It's like yeah. um, having a no paintball field in this area and people leaving having to leave the area to go play paintball. Yeah. Um, I th- I think, you know, y- you should probably if you're going to have a a rental property only maybe you have a couple fields that are rentals only or like we do we run our group our rental players separately whether they're low impact or whether they're 
um, traditional paintball, they're playing on a separate field. They're not mixed in with the experienced players. If an experienced player wants to venture into the, say, up-level games, then they're welcome to, but you can't reverse engineer it and have an experienced player join the the rental only players so yeah. i think that's pretty important and you look at you look at battlefield um gun ranges in the southern some of the southern states when you walk in there it's uh it's it's a it's a shooting range open to the public you can go in as a novice or a new person and and be rent guns buy ammo and have people show you what they're doing and they've got all their instructors are wearing golf shirts and um, they're all very friendly. There's lots of females that work there as well. And it's very unassuming. So when you walk in there, despite the fact that they have counters with guns and everything like that, it's not a macho place where you are intimidated the moment you walk in the door. It's very welcoming. And I and I wish, I, I like this scenario, uh, you know, where it's welcoming for, for, for the new people to come in. Although I would never send away the gun owners because, I mean, as Joe says, they are they are a market that you need at the field and you, you we enjoy seeing those people around. Um, you definitely want the repeat business, right? 100%. So, you know, 100%. if you cater just to, to, to rental players, um, it's a one and done. Yeah, versus, plus, versus plus gun like owners a play gun in the rain, yeah. bad weather. They just want to come out and play. But that was my controversial rule. Yeah. And again, you forgot the damn question. <laughs> Dallas-Fort Worth area, 7.76 million people. I just Googled it. Well, Dan Hardy says 30 million plus in North Texas area. That's our whole country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What we're, are like, we we're, we're like 34, I think, million Four, now. No, I think or? we're 43 million. Alexa, what's the population but of some Canada? Some of those are uh, Eskimos. So do they really uh, count? Inuit. Inuit. By the way. But is that is okay. that a derogatory term, saying Eskimo? And, it is. Okay, I apologize. Unless I you're know. eating ice cream. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can think of any other controversial rules. Um, Joe, come on. No axe body spray allowed on premise. <laughs> you must def- you must prove that you've showered before making your way to the field. Yes. Um, Hygiene is important. Yeah. Um, Population of Texas is 29 million people. I do enjoy the people with their aftermarket mufflers leaving the field. You know, that's always fun. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, unless you guys have anything else, Joe, you don't have a controversial rule you'd like to to implement. Well, no. not saying that you know this. You'll do this at flag graders, but if you could. Oh, Joe. Joe wrote here in the comment. All players should be wearing proper camo. That's right. <laughs> to match and, the season and, and footwear. And sturdy <laughs> we, footwear. Everybody. We will judge your footwear and in in your sock choices. Yes. Um, I was at a meeting we were talking about previously, and someone was asking about my shoes. They said, what kind of shoes are those? I said, they're Urban Assault shoes. They're like, what? I said, yeah, they're Urban Assault shoes. I had to explain. No, not Urban. Um, maritime. Maritime Assault shoes. And then what makes it Maritime? Because I had to point out the, yeah. The- it is so funny because uh, those are my everyday shoes. And I was uh, heading into a meeting, and, and uh, casual meeting, so it wasn't formal. Somebody pointed out, oh, you're going into war. I'm like, yes, these are my maritime assault shoes. <laughs> Your Uri Day shoes? My Uri Day shoes. Neb Nellis is 19 plus. Controversial. No, no kids. No, Con- ki- no, birth- but what, what? no kids' birthday parties. Yeah. yeah. But when paintball started, I could swear like a sailor. 
<laughs> when you, paintball started, you can have your nips exposed. <laughs> <laughs> nips out, guns out. Sorry. In the early '80s, when paintball started, um, the insurance required everybody to be 18 or older, yeah. and it wasn't till, gosh, I remember, you know, 18. Then that maybe a dad could bring his, you know, 16-year-old son to play. Then we had some 14-year-olds. Then we really broke some kind of sound, some kind of barrier. No one else broke it. We were having 12-year-olds having birthday parties. It was a whole new demographic. Then when we got low impact, we went to 10 and 8-year-olds. Then we started 6-year-old Nerf parties, and they they just dug it, and it was really the gateway experience. And I shared this in, like, maybe episode 61, like the early years, uh, when Pat and Steve Sharma wouldn't sign my waiver for me to play. You yeah. have to be 18. Uh, so I actually had to wait for my 18th birthday in order to uh, to, to play paintball. I would have found a friend who's older than 18 to sign for me. Couldn't you? Couldn't they do that? Well, I don't think they, anybody was actually checking to see if it was your your, your parent's signature. Yeah. We did uh, actually. Yeah, I know. It, it could have been some some guy with with, with blackface. Joe who showed up. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I would fax. Yes, I would can drop you, off can you a fax me a yeah. copy of your signature. But yeah, no. So I mean, that was in the early days, and you know before. There was much more exposure, and before Pat and Steve understood what uh, what paintball was <laughs> and what what it brought to my life, but uh, yeah, I actually had to count down and wait until I was 18 years of age uh, in order to play. Tim Tim Miller, same in Australia. Now it's 12 and over in New South Wales. That's NSW as opposed to it the sure Pacific is. Northwest. Oh, I thought he said not safe for work. <laughs> um, all players should be wearing behind the bunker tiger stripe hoodie, says Jeff Thompson. Sorry, Tim, is uh, Hunter Valley in New South Wales? I'll wait for your response. I don't think it is. I th- actually, you know what it is. I'm I'm kind of liking Neb's idea about an adult only Go to mixed Europe. with Joe's hedonism, mixed with yeah, with banana hammocks. Could you imagine? Uh, Can we have a swingers <laughs> night? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pineapples decorated everywhere. Sorry, is it an upside down pineapple? Does it have to be upside down? Gavin, you know. Uh, let me check my manual. <laughs> yes. Yes, it has to be upside down. I know it's a pineapple, but does it have to be upside down? Like, is this the distress? Why are you asking me? I don't like, know. <laughs> okay, I have the information on the Hunter Valley, Gavin. Can I read it to you? Uh, I'm waiting for Tim, but you can go ahead because he's he The Hunter region, also known as the Hunter Valley, is a region in New South Wales, Australia, extending okay. from approximately 100, 120 kilometers to 310 kilometers north of Sydney. It contains the Hunter River and its tributaries with the highland areas to the north and south, each area having its own form of a didgeridoo. Excellent. I just uh, added the didgeridoo. So I know Tim Miller is actually sending us plane tickets and uh, hotel bookings right now. Is he? Uh, because uh, I believe that's wine country as well in, oh, in we New South Wales. Oh, we need to go have some. Yeah, so thank you, Tim, for, uh, for, for flipping the bill. or, or taking. It's your shout. Uh, so make sure you uh, hook us up with hotel and, uh, and flight sound. Uh, Tim with his Australian accent, he says, yes, Nust, north of Sydney. Nust. Nust. We, we don't need a hotel, but... Well, it's Nust in time for uh, our next thing. Are we are we done here, ladies and gentlemen? Jeff Thompson said, glad Joe's back. So much detail is missing last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've solidified my use. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, want to tell you guys, uh, we've got Prices Right coming up, but before we do that, want to tell you about Planet Eclipse. Every game, bunker, or gunfight has its story, and now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or laning the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. E.G. Smokes gives you the cover. 
color and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture pull a pin on an eg product hashtag pop smoke arabs inflatables designed to hold air all day designed and manufactured in america by brent davis and his crew nothing can beat arabs Arabs thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. Exalt is often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and available worldwide. worldwide. Inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark and high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The new TM40 available only from DLX. For boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go, day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride519.com. It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or for the friend in your pants. You can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add Manscaped top-of-the-line shower products to have people thinking about all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack and shows that you look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code BTB20 for free shipping and 20% off. <laughs> Can I spend my Sacagawea dollars? <laughs> there we go. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you to all of our great sponsors. If it wasn't for them, you guys would be watching something better on Monday nights. Um, so we have Prices Right coming up, and uh, then we'll get into our after show. First, Prices Right. Wondering if anybody can guess what this is. Matt, don't, because I think you know what it might be. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember or not, but what do you guys think? What the hell what is it? that? Oh, see it. uh, it's a rocket cock, isn't it? Oh, no. It, shot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's... yeah, it's a rocket cock for a... Um, 98, isn't it? Or... 98. Yes. So this is called a ballistic speedy cocker for paint for paintball. Speedy cocker. Okay. So... Um, Good for you, Gavin. It's in blue, which is terrible, but someone would want it. It looks like it's brand new. I don't see any wear marks on it. What are you guys thinking? Gavin, Where? I know you won last week, so let's give you a crack at it. 25 bucks, Bob. Okay. Joe, what do you think? $18. Okay. Matt, what are you going to bid on this? Let's get you in on this. Oh, okay. Um, 10 bucks. So George Hayes thinking 38 Ian Renz says 40 bucks. Um... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I believe all of you overpaid. Okay. Uh, Jeff Thompson says $9.99. Dan says $45. This sold for 5 bucks, oh, as wow. okay. it should have. Well, I should have asked what type of material it was. It looks was it, like aluminum. looks or like sorry, aluminum. aluminum. Okay, but like, is it anodized? First of all, who has a Model 98 that they're going to buy an aftermarket part for at this point? Somebody. I have the 30th anniversary one. Um... We don't have Josh Zubis a tonight, but if he was, 
His comment right now would be, So this is a air gun designs TAC-1. So this was the air guns design gun that had Picatinny rails put on it. And this is their tactical version. Nice one. Does look nice, doesn't it? Weren't yeah. they were they cocker threaded? Why yes, they were cocker threaded. The yeah. barrel was cocker threaded and the feed neck is angel threaded. That is not it's not an AGD tack one. It just has the body. It's not? No. If you look at the grip frame and the rail. Yeah, the grip frame's just an automag. That's that's an AMMM valve with just the stock rail and uh the stock frame and ASA. I got to call Balderdash on that. <laughs> That's not nice attack barrel. one. <laughs> it's attack one body with a bear with a nice okay. barrel. Yeah. But everything okay. else is like a uh, an auto mag. So it's not a it's 68. a non snooty Did you call Balderdash Todd or Bukaki <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> so Jeff Thompson says 399 Joshua Strata 200 bucks. Um, George Hayes at 650. Yeah. Wow, George Hay has some money. With the exchange rate, God, so, it's like 900 Canadian. Gavin, let's go back to you. What are you thinking on this? I'm going George Hay ridiculousness, and I'm going to say $700, Bob. Okay. Regnick1133 on YouTube says uh, 260 That's reasonable. 260 Joe, what are you thinking? 375 375 um, Joshua Stratus says $200. Matt, what are you thinking? I like the 260 ish so I'm going to maybe go to 250 Okay. Butternuts says $125. Damn nuts are buttery. Butternuts is the closest so far that I've seen on this line. Okay. Wow. This sold for $202.50. Good value. Yeah, very good value. Yep. So, so far, we've got nobody on the board except for Butternuts. <laughs> oh. Well. Yeah. Uh, let's stick in the same vein here. How about a gold EMAG? Gold. That's ugly. Yeah, I don't even think I would bid on. That's the pot calling the kettle black, there, Matt, isn't it? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't care for the color, but <laughs> that's a million dollars in mackerel line right there. It sure Look at is. the CPASA too. Look how old that is, and that's not. I guess that's a different gold color. What kind of barrel was that, Matt? That's the stock. I don't want to say Crown Point, but that's the stock. I think it is a Crown barrel. Point, though. And that valve is all wrong. That's an AMMM valve. It should be an X valve. I was just going to say that. Huh. <laughs> How do you, Good for you for your vast knowledge about automatics. That's the only Auto thing I know. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty, <laughs> pretty, he's he's got to put that on his business it's card. Got a, it's, a turn, it's got a tournament lock on the valve, too. Uh, yeah, wow, yep. yeah. Ian Red says 850. Gavin. George I, I don't see the set screws, though. He says 375. Dan Sean Donahoe says $1,200. I think he's on crack. But look at the CP uh, ASA. <laughs> the bottom half on its own is probably like $400. Uh, Regnick says $500. It's an aftermarket Anojavi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Thompson says that's Manscaped-sponsored butternuts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Estrada, $2,000. And Rick O says $127. Tezzy Smite says, uh, pass. I agree. Gavin, what do you think? Oh, uh, sorry, I, I was, I was oh. sort of caught up in uh, Tim Miller's uh, response. Yeah, yeah. I, I Thank you for the education. I really appreciate the that. The Hunter Valley area is known as the 
Wanneroth County and it's the, it is the local Aboriginal people and he's an apical descendant of the Wanneroth people. Neat. I sort of butchered that, but I did the best I could. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Tim. Uh, and uh, thanks you for educating and, and elevating our uh, our show a little bit. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, Tim is one of our uh, friends from, I guess, the other side of the world, multiple time zones away. Tim is in Australia, and he tunes in whenever he can. He runs Hunter Valley Paintball, and when he's not running Hunter Valley Paintball, He's rescuing people, doing deep water rescues in a, like a, what you would cons- what Americans would consider a deuce and a half or a five-ton truck, but a high-water rescue vehicle where he's out in boats and, you know, he's got poisonous spiders jumping on him and poisonous snakes slithering by him. So Tim is, you know, Tim is the behind-the-bunkers version of Crocodile Dundee. And he's, he is so ugly, so <laughs> ugly. That's why he went as a rescue, so yeah. people would actually get excited about seeing him. So, yep. uh, <laughs> wow! All right, <laughs> yeah, you know, snap it, back to reality when you wake up and he's he's smiling, licking you back to life. So, so Tim, when you're sending a tick, when you're sending tickets, you can just emit Gavin, and we'll send him a picture of us by, via selfie. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we love you, Tim. There you go. <laughs> Says you, not me. Um, all right, what are you guys thinking on this? All right, it, it's shiny, and I think they're going for the aesthetic appeal versus the Frankenstein, as uh, as as Matt pointed out. Um, my guess is going to say three fifty. Jason Mullet says it still needs a drop forward and another two feet of macro line, <laughs> and it's also who's just said it as well. It was missing um, and uh, the safety on it. Yep. Jeff Thompson, 450 bucks. Elliot Darno, 800 bucks. Jason Mullins, 600. What is Joe thinking? What did Gavin say? 350. I'm going to go to the $500 area. Okay. Matt, what are you thinking? I'll go in the middle with 425. Nice. Uh, someone in the studio got it right and right on the money. $500. Wow. 350. Yes. <laughs> yes. I knew it. <laughs> Gavin will still win. That's true. <laughs> uh, what's the score? I, one, ga- one, nothing, nothing. Yeah, I was gonna say. So let's get it. Let's get quickly back on the board here. This is a used Inceptions Design paintball polished mini Sunset Twister. Beautiful. It is, isn't it? Just giving it a moment. What is yeah, yeah. on the barrel? What do you mean? That's the back. Oh, it is. Sorry, it's I just did, a match. Yeah, finish. it it looks like there's something with the shine of the case. All right. Uh, so if you put it together, it'd be a matte finish. Mm-hmm. If I were to, yes. First, you got to complain about it. How it's the wrong valve, and then <laughs> <laughs> I'm a paintball know-it-all. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? Oh, I got to go first. This coming, I? this coming from the guy who got the last one exactly right, and is making fun of Matt for being a know-it-all. <laughs> um. Elliot Darno says nine fifty. George Hay eight fifty. Jeff Thompson seven seventy five. Six seventy five. Six seventy five. Joshua fifteen hundred fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> and Regnick eleven hundred USD. Gavin, I'm going to say eleven hundred dollars, Bob. Okay. Sorry, did I skip Matt? No, that's fine. Um, I want to say twelve hundred. All right. This sold for twelve hundred. We have another exact pitch match. Archie wow. Emmons was off at 1300 And Joshua Schrader was way off. 
with 15,000. <laughs> Went a little overboard on that one. Uh, rare. Rare. Contract Killer Hybrid SFT. Shocker. I will say it's pretty looking-ish. That looks a lot like the um, bandana as shot um, hybrid mm. wait, contract killer um, barrel. I mean, hopper covers we had. That's a Remember lot of that? words. But <laughs> I was trying to get it out. Why do you got to be like that? I'm trying. You know what? I, this is supposed to be fun. If you're going to poke fun at me, I'm just going to go to Australia and hang out with Tim and drink beer. And Don't take my ticket. Drink beer and oh. yell at you clowns. Wine in Hunter Valley. Joe's going to have to win this because it has his name on it. Joe. Rascal. <laughs> Rascal. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who everybody's going to buy this. All right. What do you guys think? So, Matt, you got the exact oh, bid last time. For an SFT shocker. Uh-huh. Someone's going to pay at least 500 for that. Okay. okay. Right now we're getting 350 says Tezzy. Elliot, 250. Ian, 300. George, hey, 225. Oh, okay. Interesting. And Regnick, 450. Doge 42400. Gavin, what are you thinking? I trust my friend George Hay, but I'm going to say the ludicrous uh, for this. I'm going to say 700. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Thompson says, take your paintball and go home, Joe. Fine, it's garbage <laughs> night. I'm going to take my paintball, put my garbage out, and then I'm going to go to bed. Jeff Thompson, 600. Sh- D- Dean, 400. Joe, what are you thinking? You know what? I think an SX. What is it? What kind of SFT? Shock? SFT well, shocker. I'm thinking edition. people that it's are looking. Rare. People that are looking at YouTube, right? Or people that are looking at eBay don't care about a shocker right now with their shocker threaded. So I'm going to say it sold for $375. That's if you're fair. searching shocker on eBay, you're on the mm. wrong site. <laughs> um, no, you can sell those. <laughs> all right. This sold for five. Hundred again. Okay. Oh snap! <laughs> Who got it? Right on the money. Five hundred. Oh, Is that what geez. you said? Yeah. Baloney. You put I that in after. <laughs> I want you to when when Todd's reading them off, you have to hold both hands up in the air so he can't cheat. There you go. Okay. So Matt's winning two to one. Matt, no. Matt has an electrical transmitter up his butt. And yes, I'm winning like, chess too. Yes, thank you. I'm glad someone caught that. That's how the chess master's been winning. Have you heard all that controversy? I didn't understand how that worked, but anyway. Yeah. Well, we can get into it in the after show. Uh, all right. Do we have a winner yet, Matt? Matt did. Uh, me. All right. Congrats, Gavin. Yes. Yeah, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, Every week, guys. Every week. Here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. We're running late, so if you're watching us on Facebook... Uh, we're going to say farewell. Hit that like and share button on the way out if you don't mind. If you want to continue to uh, listen, uh, head on over to YouTube. We're going to continue to stream or go to BehindTheBunker.com. If you guys are uh, listening as podcast, as a record number of you are this week, stay tuned. We'll be uh, right back in just a moment. Everyone else, good night on Facebook. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. So here's a general trivia question for you guys without giving it too much thought. Apocalypse Now. How old is that? 1979. How old is that? Was it nine? 1979. It lost best picture to Kramer versus Kramer. 43, 44, depending on... That's the answer, 43. 43, according to IMDB. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going with that? I know where. I just, I saw it today and thought, huh, interesting. 
Didn't realize it was that old, but... It came out in 1979, and I got my driver's license. Hmm. And then Stone sort of... They paid homage to that with uh, Charlie Sheen in uh, Platoon, Platoon with the voiceover and the helicopter. Taylor, yeah. yeah. Did you know that I this popped up in uh, like one, one of the history things? Uh, I get the tidbits. Uh, the Jim Morrison was the original um, for Chris Taylor. Yes, he was supposed to be the uh, Chris Taylor, uh, and when he died in Paris, he actually had the script with him. Wow. When did he, when did he die then? Probably seventy eight. No, but. Oh, okay, then it didn't get made until like 86 then? It was in the 80s for sure, like late 80s, 88 maybe, 89? The 80s, was he still down with I the ladies? I think he died before that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, okay, he no, had I, the script. It popped up in my thing too. In my pants. A lot of pompous. <laughs> he died in 1971 okay. in Paris, France. Interesting. But we were still in Vietnam then. I know I read that too. It doesn't make any it sense. It does not make any sense then. Yes, damn it. I read that. Just to clarify, Joe himself was not in Vietnam. Yes, I was. No, yeah, so it ended in, what, 75, right? 75, yeah. the last American troops pulled out. Yeah, that's not a fact. That was just crap that I digested. I read took... that too, and I go, how could this be? Uh, some meme taught me it. It yeah. must be read. It must be real. Um, the, uh, I was going to say, that Vietnam movie where the guy takes a beer... To all his friends. I want to watch you, that. Oh, you, I, I was going to ask if you actually watched it. Is it any good? That. I'm going to watch it. Milo wants to watch it with me. Yeah. No, I've been busy watching the Yellowstone, and then i also been watching that show with, uh, what's his name, Rocky and it, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Tulsa Kings. Is that we're good? On, I don't know. We're two and a half episodes in, so don't Sean ask. Said, I don't Sean know. said it's good. I He's haven't. a horrible actor, so if you get over that, like everyone else is good around him, but if you just kind of just kind of numb yourself, it's not bad. I've, but again, I'm only two and a half episodes in. I watch it. But um, yeah, no, uh, the um, Yellowstone this year, I, I didn't think they could do better than last year, but it's actually entertaining. I'm enjoying it. I wouldn't say it's better yet, but they're, they're building the storyline up. So. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while. It took me a while to get there, but I'm I'm in Dutton country. <laughs> yeah. So how are you watching then? I'm watching. That's all you need to know. Oh, I see. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you as well. Yeah. There's nothing else on that network. I looked. There's really nothing Seal there. Team. I don't know what that is. It's a show. Okay. Um, it's on Paramount+. Plus. And then, um, oh, by the way, someone's looking for a copy of Die Hard. Do you have a copy of physical copy? Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It, it's on every channel now Someone's and streams. Someone's watching it at a place that doesn't have internet or okay. power. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if you had it on a DVD copy. So Just someone may be asking you for it. That's like all. a Beko's on or something. There's probably several copies. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, They'll probably pay you to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is a place that still takes your compact discs. If you have them, the, is it Dr. Disc, Matt? No, well, TBGO takes it. They still buy it. You know what? We'll talk about that after the show because I have a box, probably three or 400 CDs I'd like to just get out of my house. I Even dumped, if they take them, I I'll dumped, be happy. Uh, dumped them at the dump. Like Did I really? had a box full and I just I just hucked yeah. it. I feel oh. bad. I went through all my CDs about two years ago when I put them into our basement storage and I made a list of songs that I wanted to re-listen to just to, for nostalgia reasons that I went on Spotify and I, I, I listened to them and the, that's it. The, I, I, all, the only good thing that I have those CDs for is 
for reference, just to remind myself. Some of them were like compilation discs I we had as promos, and on there were songs that I enjoyed that were so obscure that it was nice to see them again because I could listen to them again. But what do you do with them? Where would They're you play it? Nasty. Like, I, I don't. I don't. Oh, my truck has do you, a CD. Do you own a CD player? DVD okay. Player. I think my C- my truck has a CD player. I don't know. Yeah, it's a CD DVD, so you can still play CDs. But like, I I found a disc that my daughter burned. We burned back when she was probably six or seven, and I put it I put it in my truck to listen to. And it's frustrating because you can't fast forward. Yeah. You can only skip to the next one. Um, God, I'm glad we're so past CDs. So my old car had a CD player, six a six disc changer. Wow, and nice. That, yeah. Oh, it was. It, it, I was living life, baby. Yeah, you were um, pimping back then. And you know what it was filled with? It was filled with Adam Sandler CDs and the Jerky Boys. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the Jerky Boys. Jesus. Yeah, I, real Gavin. That's right. I, Meg bought me a some kind of Sony. You could put, if you had a. a VHS player, you could burn a VHS onto a DVD. It, I think Tom has, or Dad has it right now. But if we had, it's kind. It was pretty slick. Yeah, converts it to digital. Converts it to digital. What you guys need to buy is, and and maybe I might buy the same thing I, instead of going old school with it. But something that just plugs into your phone that just sucks all the video and and pictures off your phone to store it. And then delete everything off your phone. Oh, well, I have a flash drive. You just plug it into your iPhone. and Okay. Because I know there's certain ones that are meant, meant for that. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a flash drive, like a USB stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one end has the, the little, uh, whatever, the USB-C Apple. Yeah. Or whatever it is. No, yeah. it's like whatever this Apple thing is, right? It plugs yeah. in and it, it downloads all your photos and your videos onto Really? Onto Where do you stick. buy such a thing? Take a look at Amazon ever, yeah. Best Buy, whatever. Because the last time I did it, I physically downloaded it through iTunes and iPhoto and then put them onto hard drives. And it was so long ago that I'm still back up to now thousands and thousands yeah. of images. But I, you and know my what? wife's got me in this habit now that when I take a picture, she goes, don't be chintzy, like take pictures. So I take like five or six pictures and then go back through and look at them. But now like, it's like a... It's like a swatch panel as I'm going through my photos now. There's like 10 of the green photo of, of, of something. Like it's, yeah. It's but then it's like whatever the software update was, it's like um, any duplicate photos. And then we'll like. I won't let it do that. No. No. Because <clears throat> what happens if it's a duplicate photo and somebody's not smiling in one and they are in another and they somehow delete the bad one? Like how do they know? It's I don't trust AI yet. Yeah. Or the, or, Jobs the, or the software. Yeah. But yeah, I want to take all the photos and videos off my phone so I can start fresh again, and, and maybe that'll rejuvenate my phone. So. But I use a lot of my photos. I'm constantly looking for stuff. I guess if you could go back to a certain date, but. And I, I really like the memories that pop up occasionally, like the, yeah. best, the best of September or whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. I yeah. use those. They're kind of cool. Yeah. You know what tonight feels like, Gavin? Monday. Feels like a popcorn night. Really? No, I'm just. Are kidding. you ordering right now? <laughs> Good for you. No, I'm just Good teasing. I did uh, on Thursday or Friday. Thursday night, I drove my daughter home from dance, and I said, "Are you hungry?" And she, because she she eats, she dances so long. I said, "Are you hungry?" She goes, "I'm hungry, but I just kind of want a snack." And I said, "Well, what do you feel like?" She goes, "I feel like movie theater popcorn." And I'm like, "Well, we're gonna pass it. Do you want that?" And sure enough, everybody in my family voted for movie theater popcorn. So we went in, bought popcorn, and walked out. I was munching on some. Um... Hockey arena popcorn uh, yesterday. How that, was that? 
super salty. It yeah. sucked every piece of moisture out of my body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'll ever be hydrated again. It's like you overindulged on gummies and your mouth I am is like, just... I'm jerky. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> my body will not rot. There's no moisture left in it. Speaking of which, this is only going to relate to people close to where we live, but I was at a store the other day and they had Shopsy's brand meat stick. What? Really? Yeah. Shopsy's? Shopsy's where? brand meat stick. It was DiPietro's? Huh. Or were we at somewhere? It was a Christmas? No, it was a Christmas market, and there was this guy that had a bunch of like food. It was a Shopsies one, so I bought one. And my wife goes like, "You're gonna buy that?" I said, "I lived off these yeah, absolutely when I was in Schneider's. Schneider's meat sticks were the big the ones too. The hot rods, the hot rods, yeah." So enjoyed that. I Do- still find Shopsy stuff every once in a while. If I'm at a dollar store, really, I'll see yeah, it. That's I probably I where it was. It. Was Dollarama? Really? Yeah. I gotta keep my aunt. Well, yeah. I, I, Guess I have to go to dollar stores again. Little but. word for you, ladies and gentlemen. Advice: Go to a dollar store. You feel like a king. Okay, when my little person was young, yeah, I felt like the best dad ever. When you go into the dollar store, can I get this? Yes. Can I get yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Than any other store? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. We went in to buy because we have this ten-week-old kitten. We thought, well, we're just going to buy a small kitty litter pan. We'll just buy like a small Rubbermaid thing or a small kitty litter pan. They have them all the time. Be like a buck or two. No big deal. So we went in there and then we walked out $30 later with like 10 shopping bags like stocking stuffers and yep. yeah. Notepads and... So that's my yeah. go-to store for uh, for stocking stuffers so... Yeah. Like just for the like and candies ends. and stuff like that. Yeah. I know. That's why your your stuff that you give me goes right. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I'll file under G. Ooh, Dollarama. Oh, I leave the price tag on so you can exchange it. <laughs> to show how much you care. Can you, here's a question, in all fairness, can you return something to the dollar store? Like I don't think so, but I would. You know, that's a mission we need to put on camera. <laughs> Returning items that you purchase. The go dollar in store. and buy like a food item, or like something from the dollar store. Keep your receipt. Their receipts are shitty, anyways. They're like the old school <laughs> cash register ones that you don't even know what you're buying, and then try to take it back and. But see. I want like half consumed ramen. Right? Uh, I really, I really uh, didn't like this. <laughs> Can I get my re- can I get a refund or, or store credit? I won't buy anything edible from a dollar store. Although what? I did what? buy the shopsies thing. I won't buy food there because I think it's I think it's Thank made you, off. I may, I think it's made offshore with with contaminated water and and nuclear. That's what stuff. makes it extra delicious. No, I won't buy it. That's won't where eat it gets won't buy it. from. Won't buy it. Won't eat it. Okay, but there's a reason why there's food in a dollar store. It's because it's not expired, but it's expired. No, right? like I just think it's. I have this conspiracy theory that it's made. Made offshore it's with contaminated water. There's no like heavy water and all kinds of stuff. And that makes sense. There's no there's no quality control on it, and they're buying Reese's pieces under license from Hershey's and it's stuff. No way, man. I don't buy any food from a yeah. dollar. So early on in, in my TikTok uh, days, there was a guy on TikTok who used to pop up in my in my feed all the time because <laughs> clearly I go to the dollar store and he would make gourmet meal. Well, 
could make meals, um, from, you know, uh, from from items that you buy at the dollar store. So he'd buy like the canned ham and like, mm. and he would just like all the sauces, and it was uh, it was really interesting. But uh, if not, he's probably not making videos now because of what <laughs> what, what Joe pointed out anymore. because of all the heavy water, right? He's like he's got hydrocephalus now. Or that, he's man, like a, I, that's what I that's my you know I may be way out, I may be too much of a conspiracy theorist, but that's my thing. No, I, I, I just won't. Food. I just won't out of sheer. Yeah, it's no, I'm just doing wrong. it. I don't care. I'm doing it. He um, just needs to eat uh, hockey arena popcorn to balance it out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. George Hayes says all the prices of the dollar store have gone to dollar twenty-five. Well, you guys also in the states have something called five and below. They have five dollar. Below. They have Dollar Tree as well in the states, which yeah. is different. We don't have. That. But five below is like a the target of dollar stores. So it's anything for five bucks and below, and it's you walk in and it's a whole different other thing. You get greeted. They have real shopping carts. Like What's it's, that uh, Japanese discount store? There's, in one, there's one in, water, in Waterloo. Yeah, Conestoga Mall. Uniqlo. Or U- Uniqlo. No, Misu or something like that. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yo, Uniqlo is a, is a clothing company. You're talking about Gavin's Miso closer. or something. Something it's, like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Miso yeah. soup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one there's yeah. one that's in Disney. Yeah. It's the same. No, Unique is a clothing store. He's talking about the food. No, it's not the only store. Yeah, but they've got food in there as well. That's where I bought Matt's keyboard. It was a $10 LED keyboard. Oh, dollar store's too good for you, right? <laughs> yep. But if offshore got, Japanese. Japanese thing, absolutely. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah, yeah. have heavy water on it. Yeah. Well, that's different. The Japanese yeah. are Fukushima, different. right? <laughs> it's right across from Chapters or Indigo in the mall. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yes, my daughter enjoys Squishmallows, and we go on a Squishmallow hunt every time. Really? She, yes. So we've gone to every mall. Um, what do you do with them, though? She collects them okay. and trades them with her friends. It's and really, all honesty, like the small ones are like five bucks. Like okay. they're not anything crazy. And um, she's had some rewards That's in the right, past. Right there, at Disney Springs, Uniqlo. That's the clothing one. Yeah, and there's one at Conestoga Mall. Is there not a Uniqlo? No, not a Conestoga Mall. There's one in Sherway, in Toronto. Yeah, and one. In, you're talking. The story you're talking about is like Gavin says. It's like Miniso or I think it's Uniqlo. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's it's not. It's, Someone type in Conestoga Mall and look up their directory. But I, okay, Mi- Mini So, that's what Steve Meyer says. Mini So. Mini So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Steve, we need you on the panel, my friend. Where <laughs> were you right. today? Josh Zuby's a brick. He would have answered that question. Yeah. He's jo- Josh is, Dusty. Josh's commitment is almost over another week or two, I think, okay. and then he's then he's back free on Monday night. So once his podcast bails. Poorly. I keep doing bad reviews, and hopefully <laughs> that it gets taken off. Yeah, well, as he says, I know we. I was with him last week doing reviews, our so. podcast. On yeah, Monday how did night. your experience with Josh go last? week? It was week? pretty good. Yeah, we were talking about how it was. It would be the angriest podcast on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just grumpy old men. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah, don't storm off, Joe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. We didn't mention it, but in two weeks, we have our Christmas show. Is it two weeks? Holy crap. Not even, actually. I think it's one week. Next week is our Christmas show. Holy crap. Okay. Holy shoot. Is it the 19th? Next week's the 19th. So next week is the Christmas show. Then the 26th is Boxing Day, or Day After Christmas, as the people in the States call it. Is it Boxing Day Monday night? Yes. So we're off that night, and then we're off on the 2nd, because I'm away. So we're going to take two weeks off for Christmas, and we'll be back on the 9th. So Christmas show next week, and then back on the 9th. And you damn well 
have to tune in next week and watch the creepiest Christmas video That's right. every of year, all baby. time. Every year, it's a tradition. It's gotten to the point where I even show my family every year. So, <laughs> it would be nice to to have those felt touch base with them, to see it? if they're still around doing anything. The gallant team defiant. Yeah, I yeah. believe they're still playing paintball. Okay. Yeah, they need to do a a, a, a redo of that. Oh, you can't mess with a classic. I know. I was just going to say that. Like, could you redo Christmas Vacation? I don't think you could. There was a Christmas Vacation Part 2, which was horrible. No. There was. I swear right. to God. Uh, so Chevy Chase wasn't in it, and it was like a Hawaiian vacation. Uh, how I know that? Because when I purchased my Christmas Vacation DVD, it came as an extra because they couldn't sell it by yeah, itself. Yeah. Horrible. The, uh, the city paid people to put christmas lights up in our central park and it looks beautiful but half of them don't work as well as half of the main street doesn't work and they they've had contractors and stuff for days trying to figure it out contractors i love electrical this. contractors so um a guy that we know uh, i'm not going to say his name but he was out there on his own accord trying to fix it and make a point of doing this and he's boring my ladder he's up on it in the middle of the night and I feel bad for him. I've offered help a couple times. Anyways, I went out there the one night, and he's still doing it. It's like 10 o'clock at night, and I, I looked at him, and I go, Sparky, just go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beaut. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, I felt bad. They, they got some of them working, but still half of our street's still unilluminated, unfortunately. Um, can you redo Die Hard 1? But why? It was Die Hard. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a classic. Yeah. There's a local radio station. Did you get that post? Corey was showing me that. Mike Farwell, yeah. Two guys are going to argue whether Die Hard's actual Christmas yeah, Br- movie Brittle or not. Star and... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I will take the side that it's not a Christmas movie. It was it filmed is. at Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie. Okay. Christmas so... movie has to have like... A snowman. Christmas theme, a Christmas message. He's going home okay, for so Christmas what, to be okay. with his wife. Yeah. But, but it's, it, it was filmed at peel, Christmas. But I want to peel that back. Okay, yeah. so what... What are sort of the... In the trope of Christmas movies, mm-hmm. what has what are the criteria for you for it to be a Christmas movie? I think I think the storyline has to change because it's Christmas. So like good becomes or evil becomes good, or people reunite, Lindsay or Lohan things happen. Okay, so right, people, but, people reunite. Where did John McClane go to see his ex-wife? Los Angeles during Christmas, and what happened at the end? They reconciled. They reconciled. I guess that's pretty loose. It's like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon 1 takes place. Hunsecker gets shot by Mr. Joshua from the helicopter as he's drinking the eggnog. But then Mel Gibson, who spends his, has been spending Christmas alone, has Christmas with his new partner, Danny Glover, with his family at Christmas. And he comes over for dinner and he invites his dog. It's the warm and fuzzy. Yeah. I just never go through the drive-thru anymore. Reginick1133 says, Die Hard, not just a Christmas movie, it is the worst Christmas movie. He said best. (laughs) And it was in caps. Um, Even the director of Die Hard said it wasn't a Christmas film. That doesn't mean anything to me. And Steve's been right on one occasion already tonight. And he's done. He's already peaked. So now (laughs) he's going downhill. He's wrong. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave you on the note that uh, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And uh, your show, Todd. <laughs> good night, Gavin Sharma. Nothing this to is you. Your, this is I'm your done. time to just fall humbug. <laughs> All right, and uh, Joe Ebenezer Kimson. 
Thanks very much for tuning in. And remember, if you, once you're finished watching Die Hard, watch Lethal Weapon 1 because they're both Christmas movies. Good night, Todd. Good night, guys.